Welcome to No Ideas Original Sports. I'm here with Reem and Theo. How y'all doing this week? Doing pretty good. Cold as well. A little cold in the house, but I'm good. I'm good otherwise. <laughs> yeah, we got listen, we got a couple of things going on in, going in sports. So then first I want to just kind of take it back to last weekend with the um Canelo Canelo and Cato Plant fight. What'd you guys think of that fight? I'm definitely not surprised that uh that Canelo won. I don't think I necessarily had him win by knockout, but the outcome I'm not surprised by. But overall, I thought it was a pretty good fight. Yeah, it, it, it's what I thought it would be. I didn't think it out that long. I think uh, Kato Plant kind of frustrated him a little bit in the early rounds, you know, sticking and moving. He's a better boxer than I thought he would be. But that being said, the outcome of the fight, I, I had like maybe a surf round knockout. I guess he had one of like, my letters round, so. All over a good, good fight, you know. I've noticed how Pat was trying to use that uh, Floyd defense too during the fight too. I noticed that too, but it worked sometimes. Sometimes it didn't work. Yeah. You know. So, uh, other than that, was a good fight though. I see the um, he got through his frustration of of, of uh, Pat's defense and um, got a knockout victory. Yeah, I think I think what's it, it was it was good. It did last longer than what I thought it would. I think I think that benefited Plant because I think if he would have gone out there and got knocked out quick. You don't get listen. You don't get a lot of fights after that, but by him hanging in there for a little bit, well said. Uh, yeah, he'll get he'll get some more opportunities and stuff. Right. Well, I like who, that. Who's next for Canelo though? Who do you guys I mean, think? I guess, uh, who's next for Plant? Yeah. <laughs> like where do they both go from here? Yeah, because Canelo's unified the title now. So I, I mean. I'm, I'm guessing a lot of these organizations are going to try to get them to start trying to fight their mandatory number ones and stuff like that, probably. Right, right. Well, he, he could fight, you know, Charlos, one of Charlo yeah. brothers. Yeah. He could fight Triple G again. He could fight uh, a guy named Bedevidev, uh, you know. Yeah. He's pretty good, yeah. too, as well. This guy's out there to fight him, though. He'll give him a run for his money, for sure. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think Charlo could beat him, though, but other guys have a chance to beat him, for sure. They were talking about because um, they were surprised that they were able to put that plant fight together so easy because you know he's with um, he's with these guys. What are they? What boxing organization? Are him and them guys? Al Heyman and them. So they were talking about possibly um, Canelo fighting somebody else from Al Heyman's camp. Mm. As being the, that might have been part of the deal or something. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I do recall. Early on negotiations that um he want he had to offer like eight million then he said yes then he, he refused they gave him ten million decided to go go forward with the fight so it's all about money right now came to plan so he got his ten million instead of eight but I was trying to figure out who they got in that division that weight class maybe maybe Charlo I'm assuming but yeah there's nobody there's nobody that I guess in that weight class that fight is double not a weight class I don't think. Somebody would have to come up to make it interesting or something. Right, he probably have to move up mm-hmm. for sure. I'm gonna throw another one out to you guys while we're talking about boxing. Um, what about the Bud and Porter fight? It's another two more weeks, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think it'll, I think it'll be an exciting fight because I, I don't think so. I think Porter's definitely gonna press the issue. It's not gonna be one of those ones where you could. You could wish him you could kind of hide out a little bit. So, right, right. It's definitely going to be a good fight. You know, I, I, give, I give Porter a good shot. 
you know what I'm saying, upset um, Crawford. I have Crawford winning the fight, going to the fight. You know, he's a favorite for sure. But every time I, I watch Crawford fight, for some reason, that fight where he fought um, the short Mexican, I mean, short Dominican dude, I forgot his name right now. Yeah. And, and yeah, the dude was yeah. yeah, yeah, and the dude was shorter than him, with short arm. I forgot his name right now. He was a good fighter, too. And he was winning the fight until, you know, I guess the Crawford Justin went, went uh, not soccer, but I guess record stance, because, you know, Crawford kind of saw Paul yeah. in his fight. So he changed his style to right-handed style, and, and um, Gamboa. Before Gamboa. Yeah, that, I remember that. That guy gave him a little bit of help. Yeah, listen, I had Gamboa win in the first five or six rounds. Yeah. And he, he, he switched up, and then he caught Gamboa with the right hand. Gamboa had a weak chin. Yeah. But every time he called, called for a fight, I'm like, you know what? That Gamboa fight all fixed my mind about this guy's short stature, short arm, and he gave Crawford a run for his money. He was winning the fight until he got caught. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, with Porter style, more aggressive, you know what I'm saying? So, I think, um, a chance of beating Crawford though. I give him a chance. I think Porter's a good fight for a lot of guys because he brings some activity and action, mm-hmm. and that's that's what people want to see from a money standpoint. So right. you gonna get you gonna get your money's worth in that fight. Right, right. Incredible name too. Yeah, yeah. Very incredible name. So right now listen, we're at the midway point in the NFL. What teams and players and stuff are surprising you guys or disappointing you guys and stuff? Like any unexpected things so far this year? Uh, disappointment, I would say, is the Chiefs. The Chiefs look like they're struggling out there. You know, they lost the first couple of games. I was like, all right, you know, maybe this is good for them. Maybe they'll, you know, go through that adversity early in the season. But now this, this is becoming a new norm for them. Um, so they're a bit disappointed in terms of playing really well. Um, I would say Theo's um, Cowboys look good. Packers look good. Uh, Cardinals, I would say, is another surprise team for me. Titans, uh, another surprise team, I would say. And then uh, another disappointment I would add to, to the list is my Jets. Granted, I expected them to be terrible, but they, they you know, <laughs> not this bad. <laughs> you know, I go back to the, the whole all gas, no break thing, and Saleh had to be talking about the, the other team. We, we've been gas. <laughs> <laughs> we just look terrible out there, our offense and defense. Yeah. Yeah, Reem, I agree with you with KC for sure. You know, you know these guys won the Super Bowl last year, one or two years ago, so they had high, high expectations. I think teams kind of figured them out a little bit far because these guys are always going deep. Everything in the offense is deep, deep, deep. There's no intermediate passes or screens, or, you know, just a short route. Everything is deep, deep posts, fly, fly patterns. So I guess teams make these guys, you know, show patience, you know, and take, take with a long ball. The Chiefs definitely want to. I would say the Bills too. You know, the Bills has you know football aspirations too coming into the season. They got stumbled last week, even they won today. If it gets the Jets though, but um, I kind of expected more out of Buffalo Bills man this year. As far as expectation, and the guys got good defense, good quarterback, good receiver. You know, so they, they load over there, so they shouldn't be struggling to score. You know, under under a touchdown against anybody, especially especially the Dolphins too. By the way, um, surprise team. I would say the Titans. You know, the Titans always been a competitive team. Seems like now that these guys have more balance with, I guess, throwing the football and running the football as well. 
he lost uh, Derrick Henry, and it seemed like he got added uh, AP to the mix. Yeah. And these guys are still able to, you know, move the ball, man, move the chain, and, and get wins. Yeah. You know what's funny? It's kind of hard to say a surprise because of the coach, but I didn't think the Patriots would be this good this, this fast. But, you know, listen, again, they got Belichick, and listen, he seems to figure out some things on teams and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I mean, I would have said other teams because I think think that they were coming up, but it seems like a lot of those teams that started off hot are kind of like coming back to earth, like the Cincinnati Bengals. And we'll see yes. Like, yes. they started off hot, and now they kind of all, like, turning, they, they are who we thought they were, basically. It, exactly. Yeah. Would you say the Browns fit into that category? Yeah, I think, to me, the Browns are a little bit of a disappointment. I mean, after yeah. that OBJ turmoil and stuff or something, I mean, I, I you know, now that we on that, just to bring that up, from looking at that video that his father did, I mean, I'm not an NFL quarterback, but, but I'm pretty much sure I can hit a guy that got nobody standing around him 10 yards in a circle. Because <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't even, I mean, there was nobody, on all of those plays, there was nobody even remotely close to him. So, the crazy thing I would say is, um, is Mayfield is is definitely an average quarterback. I would say, if anything, maybe slightly above average, maybe. But OBJ, I mean, you go back to the Giants days. All right, he nice one hand catch, right? That everybody started going crazy over. But and he has a, a ton of potential. But is he, you know, like when is he actually produced? to be considered like one of the best or is he just living off potential at this point I mean I think on the Giants he had like probably like two really good seasons or whatever he was a number one target of Eli I know that for a little bit I think I think what happened with him is that he started to get injured a lot and stuff even when he was on the Giants he started to get injured a lot the Browns too. He's been he's yeah. been injury prone. The, the crazy the crazy thing that that's that I'm getting that, that's crazy is that somebody was saying something about his personality fills up the room too much. So what I'm gathering is that you got guys that are co- that are quarterbacks or other players that don't have enough cal- strong enough character in the locker room or something that they either want to be heard or leaders. Because I think I think to some extent you know. That whole thing about the quarterback being the leader of the team and all this other stuff. I don't see Baker Mayfield leading that locker room or something. No. And, and, well, getting rid of OBJ probably helped him with that because he don't have to deal with a personality. But I was watching um early earlier today um Miles Garrett on TV, so he's probably pretty, talking about how they don't know how to make adjustments in mid-game. Somebody <laughs> mm. on the sideline makes adjustments so he doesn't know what they have to do to win. Mm. But I, I think that's a team, another team that, that remember, well, one thing, they didn't give Mayfield a long-term contract. They didn't give right. it to him yet. Yeah. So they're not exactly married to him. I kind of I kind of say, you know, if we say Baker Mayfield is a starter and he's good or slightly above average, then why were people crucifying Kirk Cousins? Because I don't think Kirk Cousins is worse than Baker Mayfield. Then Kirk mm. Cousins and Baker Mayfield probably the contract, the maybe? That's the only thing I can think of because Cousins yeah. went out there and got paid. Well, Cousins, the money. Cousins did it smart. He's probably, Cousins might be going to be the, one of the smartest NFL players ever. Everybody's fighting from taking that, um, what's that, the, the contract they got to take, the, um, where they get the, 
pretty much like the arbitration kind of yeah. you know right so what he did was he took it two years in a row mm-hmm. ended up getting like the getting the paid in the top five quarterbacks in the league he was never none of that but he got paid like it for two years and then the Vikings did something crazy, gave him like a six-year deal. I think almost every dollar's guaranteed or some craziness like that. So I think that's probably why he's taking more scrutiny. You know, he's getting a, he got a fat contract, a couple, you know, for a couple of seasons. And he's been average. He hasn't yeah. been terrible, but he hasn't done anything to stand out either. 100 mil guarantee, man. That's a lot of money for him. That's yeah, for sure. That you know, and I'm quite, I'm quite OBJ for man. OBJ, you know, he was good for the Giants first two years. He got hurt, but before he got hurt, I think OBJ got caught in in, in, a, in being a star in New York, man. Yeah. In video shoots, and he's on, a, he's on a low boat, filming with guys with Trey songs, and you know, with that catch, man, his 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 uh, image just went up, just skyrocketed, yeah. man. To Paris Hilton, and you know. In the hotel with some model with, 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 with a piece of pie and other things, you know, what I'm saying going on <laughs> on top of that, you know. So he got he got caught up in, in, in an atmosphere of being a star, man. I think that kind of overwhelmed him. He was yeah. focused, but then we got hurt, man. He kind of I only rushed brother stuff back, but um, he probably took a took a step to away, away, away from him, his ability to uh, you know get open. Yeah. But um, to come to the point right now, I guess you know having to work out and um. In, in, in the Rams, I mean, yeah, he will be the common denominator, man. You can't go in over here and not be the problem, then go over here and not be the problem. If you go to Rams, does it work out, man? You get frustrated, man. You're, you're, you're the problem. And I would say yeah. it's kind of an ideal situation for him now, too. He's back in LA where he lives. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. Robert Woods went down. So, yeah, sucks. Yeah, he's going to have all the opportunities that he can handle. So, Right. He can't really he can't really complain about that. Speaking, about, speaking of opportunities, I didn't even think my man Cam was gonna hit the field this week. Oh man. Yeah. Cam got the out there. Yeah, made the most of it or something. Hit him with the yeah. welcome back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad to see him back in the Panthers uniform. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's good to see it. I agree, it's good to see him in the Panthers uniform. It's good it's good to see that. He's been great, man. He smacked yeah. he smacked Arizona, man. He smacked yeah. him early, man. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was only a matter of time before he got a contract or a shot. I'm glad, you know, I'm glad it ended up being Carolina, though. That's right. Cool. It's a hit, fellas. We heard it here first. Carolina's low on defense, man. They got good defense. Yeah. And good cornerbacks, too, man. So, you know, these guys take off, man. Remember this week, week 10, where these guys made it take off and make a playoff run. Yeah. I couldn't believe that Buffalo gave gave um, Gilmore away for nothing, basically. Yeah, six front pick is ridiculous. Yeah, I, I couldn't yeah. believe that. I, I would see that's the type of stuff that lets you know how bad the Jets are. Well, they probably wouldn't have traded them to the Jets anyway. Mm-hmm. But he, he wouldn't go there. Yeah, he, he was a contender. Yeah. yeah. Well, they they might have turned him to the Jets because they figured it wouldn't have made a difference either way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good player, though. Yeah, he definitely is. So listen, we got a lot of a lot of good good NBA stuff going on right now. Something right now, listen. Um, I gotta say, I wouldn't have believed it if you if you told me. But the Golden State Warriors are eleven and one. You, yeah. you think Golden the Golden State, State Warriors are a, a real contender for the championship, or do you guys think that this is early on, early on, and they just um on a win streak? No, I think they're contenders, um, especially. 
like you, you look at LeBron James's health. I don't know. I think LeBron is starting to hit that finally, finally he's aging, so to speak. So I don't know. LA, I don't want to rule him out. But that being said, going back to Golden State, so that eliminates to me that eliminates LA. Um, if LeBron is up and down health wise, same thing with AD. So that's a, a major team that's out of the way for Golden State. Then you look at these other teams over there in the West. You look at Utah is always a good regular season team. Then they seem to fold up in the playoffs. I don't know who else. And assuming they stay healthy, Golden State, who else is out there that can beat them? Assuming they stay healthy. I don't they know. being Steph mostly. Yeah. <laughs> what as do you long think, as Steph yeah. stays healthy. I mean, you don't want to lose anybody, but if Jordan Poole uh, goes down, you know, again, he's balling Poole, right? But if he goes down, all right, you could probably ride it out. You'll be okay. As long as Steph is, is out there, I think they're a legitimate team. The only thing I say they got to watch out for is when Clay comes back. Do they try to, you know, mess with that chemistry, throw Clay in the starting lineup and Poole to the bench or... They, as long as they keep that chemistry straight, then I, I think they'll they'll uh, be ready to compete for a championship. Well, the Warriors are eleven and two. They lost today to the Charlotte Hornets. Oh, three. Wow. Yeah, one on five, one on two. And um, right now, they look like the best team in the Bay right now. You know, um, see, they got they got the athletic, the versatile. You know, they deep. The guys can score without Curry, like you said, Poole and Wiggins. Wiggins playing good. Yeah, Jay yeah, is making fees again, like, like he did a few years ago here and there. You know, so you got you got you got other guys, other role players stepping up, man, who who's uh, really contributing to the team, and this why the guys are uh, eleven and two. I saw the Curry scoring forty points a game, but um, and then when Clay comes back, you know, like uh, like when you said, you know, question is, do you, do you have him start? I mean, he could start, but he don't have to start right away. You know, if you guys do that, I mean, if I'm the coach, I wouldn't do that. You know. I, I, I kind of act a lot from a guy who has two injuries and two and, and two and two legs. You know, one leg has ACL, one leg, one leg has Achilles. You know what I'm saying? So I'm the coach. I have a been sixth man, I mean seventh man, and maybe after All Star break or so, I'll put him in the starting lineup. You know, but um, the Warriors for real, man. They're for real. Who's yeah. their bigs? I know they have Wiseman. Wiseman he's not even playing yet. He's not even playing. He's not even playing yet. He's hurt. He's playing playing. But he's coming back, though. He's coming nah, back. Is, has Looney been playing? Yeah, Looney's been playing mm-hmm. to start. And they've been playing a lot of small ball lineups. But Looney's right. been starting. Right. So when Bobby comes back, man, they're going to be a problem, man. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think that I think that for real, I was my, I would have seen, you know, it's kind of like a flip-flop in the conferences now. I want to see how they do playing against those Eastern Conference teams. Mm. They, they, listen, they're doing real good against the Western Conference teams, but like you said, they just lost to Charlotte. Listen, let's see how they do in a run against the Eastern Conference teams. But right now, I, I believe that for real, and I wouldn't split Clay in a starting lineup. Especially like when maybe, he, uh, he's got he's got to wait a little bit. Right, right. Like, um, Phoenix may be a team that can give him some problems, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, they could, Phoenix. Yeah, because they got because they get they are the too. The guys could score. Plus, they got a big man, a legit big man. In this guy's playing real well. Is, is Aiton is he healthy right now? No, he's out. He oh, okay. McGee's playing real well for them. They got yes, yes. Joe McGee is playing well. That is correct. Yeah. 
What's Aiton's uh what's his injury? I didn't get my um contract. Yeah, that's why I asked. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't get, get my contract. So I play as little as possible this yeah. season. You know what you know what he's gonna do. It's one of them things where listen, if uh, if you in a contract yeah, you know whatever, he's not gonna extend himself out there to get hurt. You know, or something. So if he feels any type of twitch or anything wrong, he gonna sit yeah. out. Yeah, Ben Simmons style. How you do? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it can go either way. Doing that, it could go where you go out there and you just ball out and you prove your point, or like you said, you go the other route where you're you're trying to preserve your health. It seems but, like, you know, I don't know what his injury is, but it seems like he may be going that route. The league is fickle, though. You got to be careful with that because. Some of these guys are turning down deals. Like, if you would have asked me two years ago that Aunt told me that Andre Drummond would be backing up MB for $3 million, I would have never thought that. Right. So, yeah. I mean, especially for big men. Big, big men in the NBA is almost like running backs in the NFL or something. Right. Yeah. I don't know how many teams, whatever they offered him, he should have really thought about that. Mm -hmm. like if they offered him, he wanted a max deal. If they offered him $100 million for, for four years or something, and he turned it down thinking that another team's going to give him more. I think he's going to be really mistaken. You know what it is, too? He, he was the number one pick, right, in that, that draft class. And then he's yeah. watching Luka, Trey Young, and these guys get that huge, yeah. you know, max extension. And I, I like Aiton, but I don't think he's on their level. No. I will tell you what. I, 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 I would give Miles Bridges more money than I give Aiton right now, probably. Miles going out, though. Yeah, the Hornets try to lowball yeah. him, right? The low yeah. The yeah three for yeah. Four for sixty or something. Yeah, he's mm -hmm. four for sixty. He's not coming back. Right. Michael Jordan, they gonna have to, to get him. It's gonna have to be more like four for a hundred. Somebody will give him that, but it, I don't know if yeah. Mike's gonna do that. It should be a Nick, but I ain't gonna go there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know what you talked about. Oh, him and Kevin Knox one on one. Yeah. <laughs> he draft workouts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Wade had an awful workout and he still took him. Yeah, yeah. Yo, you know, did. you know what's crazy though when you think about it, like as much as he's balling out, what team what what teams have cat room that could actually afford these guys? Bridges. I mean who's gonna pay him? The Spurs. Yeah, I'm not saying they don't deserve the money, but I don't know. Look at look at uh this guy, right? Kelly Oubre, let's say. Freeze, mm. right? It's only a couple of two. OKC, San Antonio. Teams that are basically bad. He thought right he now. was going to cash right. out. We already know um, the Dennis Schroeder story. He thought he was going to cash yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, one that's of these that. guys going to be like the next Dennis Schroeder. I, it could be. You know what? Now that you brought up Kelly Oubre, I got it. Did you guys get a chance to see the Michael Jordan clip of when Kelly Oubre took that shot? It was like they, they were up with six, like 20 seconds of it, he shot the ball. <laughs> so I think yeah, he balled out the other day, Kelly Uber, right? Yeah. yeah he but, dropped like 38 or something, 40 something. Yeah. Take your shots like that. That's kind of make me understand why they didn't give you the type of money. Right. So you you trying to get numbers like that or something that you don't even realize the score and the time of the game, you're going to take a shot? Yeah. He might be the Kelly Oubre, though, maybe the Miles Bridges insurance policy, though. Yeah. Think about it. They done paid Gordon Hayward, and I don't think anybody's taking that contract on. Yeah, they mm -hmm. competed against themselves on that one. Yes, <laughs> he did. 
Just he's only in his second year, but you already got to think you're going to have to probably max out LaMelo. Yeah. Well, question. Well, they get his money. If they let him go, I mean, don't get me wrong, people will be pissed if they let Bridges go, but if they let LaMelo go. So you got to start yeah, that ain't happen. thinking already about that ain't happen. who they're paying. <laughs> yeah, he might have to go Yeah, LaMelo ain't going nowhere. Yeah. And the thing is, too, is like, let's say you do decide to pay Bridges, then LaMelo is up. You got Gordon Haywood. That's basically locking your team into building around those three. And I don't think that's enough for the championship. I think the thing that's hurting them even more than Haywood is the fact that they gave Rogier like four years for $80 million or five years or something like that. Yeah, they just, they re-upped Rogier again, didn't they? Yeah, because to me, I, I like Rogier and everything, but I don't think they need him. I think he mm. can be replaced fairly easily. Mm-hmm. I mean, get a guy. Probably, they probably should have kept this guy and let Rogier walk Devontae Graham, right? Yeah, that's He'd what they should Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think nobody really wanted to get messed with that contract. That's why the Celtics got rid of him, too. They didn't want to pay him that money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, Rozier, Rozier could take over games, unlike Graham. Graham would get hot here and here, but Rozier could, could take over a game. Yeah, that's you true. Know, that's, that's what it is. That's why he got his money. You know, he could carry the team a couple games. Probably, that would have actually been probably better for New Orleans to, to get Rozier than it would have been for Graham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Graham is just a guy. He's, he's serviceable, but he's cheaper. Right. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't think he's as good as Rosier. He's just mm-hmm. a, a lot cheaper alternative. Right. While we on these teams, listen, we listen, we talk about the foolishness of Uber taking that shot. That wasn't a game that the Knicks should have won. <laughs> they just fell apart. I mean, you had Kimball with 17 in the first quarter, finished with 26. But I mean, what do you guys think of the Knicks? I, I mean, I could, I'm going to say a couple of things about the Knicks that I find interesting, right? <laughs> Right now, they're saying that the Knicks are losing primarily because Fournier and Kimball are in the lineup, and that's taken away from the defense, right? But when you look at it, right, and you look at the people they bring in, and if you look at Burks, Quigley, all these other guys and stuff, and the guys they bring it in, they're not defensive stoppers. Derrick Rose ain't no de- defensive stopper. Burks, right. the, the better defender left. He went to um, Dallas. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure out if they if those two guys wasn't playing, who would be playing that we actually playing defense ahead of them? Quickly? Right. Right. Yeah. Well the defense is is terrible. Um, yeah. but I don't necessarily think it's because of, of those two. Those two are in lockdown defenders, we know that, but they're getting beat on the three ball. And I think a big part of it is Tibbs' philosophy. Like stop having these guys collapse into the paint. If a guy scores on a damn layup occasionally, let him or don't let him. They're giving up way too many threes, wide open threes every game. Um, and the crazy thing, though, is I, I don't even, that's killing them. But I think their biggest thing to me, why they're struggling, is none other than Julius Randle to me. I think Randle is back into 2019 mode. He got paid, and now he's just all over the place again. It's like he got tunnel vision. Now you you got offensive weapons. Before you could use that excuse, but now he's he's got offense around him. I don't even know why he's ever bringing the ball up. Why he's still bringing the ball up? I blame a lot of it on Kemba too because Kemba's out there, the point guard. Don't give him the ball. 
Stumbling, you know, stumbling around doing that same spin move, getting stripped. He's playing, to me, Julius Randle is playing terrible. He's playing selfish. And the crazy thing is Tibbs seemingly sitting back, allowing him to do it. Yeah. I think the crazy thing is uh, Obi Toppin is playing much better. So to me, yeah. Toppin right now, if there's any you know time to give Toppin more minutes, it would be now considering how Randall is playing, but Toppin still getting limited minutes. But I blame a lot of this on Julius Randall and Tibbs for that matter for allowing it to go on. Yeah, I, I've uh, defended. I defended a uh, Julius Randall last season, but this year I can't do that. Um, <laughs> I've seen quite a few games where it, it, he's blatantly forcing shots. Yeah, like he's really like the guys open. I know he sees guys open on the corner. You know who it is? He's blatantly forcing shots. He turns the ball over. He gets blocked. He gets it back. He go up again. Pass the ball, man. Pass the ball. Like, like you said, you know we got scores now. The problem with the Knicks is even though we, we are suffering defense because we gave up defense for offense, we're still getting 20-point leads. Yeah. We can't sustain the lead. Yeah, because yeah. they're scoring points. Yeah, so, so despite us, you know, sacrificing defense for these new players for offense, we're getting 18-point leads. We're blowing, yeah. we're blowing these games to Orlando and, and the other team like this against Charlotte. You can't be doing that. we got to find a way to, you know, um, Sustain this lead, you know? whether it's take the ball out of Randall's hand and go go to or go to RJ Barrett. Maybe may have their roles go one on one more often. Gotta be something, man. The crazy thing is, I seen a stat where like the Knicks starting lineup while we're on the court together, they they're the worst starting lineup statistically in the league. They were like negative, you know, seventy eight yeah. or something, right? Minus. A minus 78 on the season. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. The bench is playing much better, and the reason why is the bench actually shares the ball. Right. I'm, I'm, yeah, those I'm, guys, there's a lot of ball movement. There's player movement. When when the starters are out there, everybody's sitting around watching Randall and, and trying to figure out what he's going to do. If you go back to game one of the season when they played Boston, this guy, uh, Fournier, had his best game, right? Yeah. And that's because Randall was looking for him. Those little, they were playing two-man ball. After that, Randall stopped looking for him. Randall was just forcing shots while Fournier standing in the corner, Barrett standing in the corner, not getting the pass. See, the, the problem, you got to put a lot of this, like you said, on Randall and a lot on Tibbs because Tibbs is coaching this like, like he coaching the AAU team or something. You got to understand, in the NBA and on good teams, they let people know what their roles are and where they stand. Like, listen, dude, I know last year you was this. Like, what's frustrating me about watching the Knicks is that we all know what Kemba can do. We watched Kemba score 17 points in the quarter. When I look at a box score and I see that Kemba, if you look now, is averaging six shots a game or seven shots a game, you can't expect to win with that. I mean, right now, look at the box score. You got Julius Randle taking 22 and R.J. Barrett taking 18. That's a recipe to lose right there. You got the two guys, neither one of them that could pass that well. Neither one of them that looked really to pass. And we're saying both with the worst handles, the worst than Fournier with the ball in their hands the most. Now, I would blame Barrett because at the same time, Barrett is, Barrett at least at times, they'll actually go away from him. They're like, this ain't your night, you know. And they'll, they'll move off of him. But like you guys said, Randall, they're on him every night, and he doesn't care. He's going to chuck up his shots. 
it's almost like he wants to be the the guy on the team or something like that. Listen, if you're the guy on the team, people would treat you like that. The fact is, is yeah, you may have been the guy last year. I, I still think he could be the guy, but there's guys on this team, and listen, I don't think he maybe he wants the attention or whatever it is. But if I'm Tibbs right now to to, to next game, that ball's going through Kimball Walker, and everything's being ran through him. And what he decides to do with it is that's what he decides to do. To me, though, I I think um, I think the guy who should have the keys to the team at least for now should be R.J. Barrett. To be honest with you, I think he should be the guy that that you know controls what they do. Definitely not Randall, that's for sure. Uh, I'm going back to the defensive end, though, the crazy thing is, and we know they aren't going to get any minutes yet, but we drafted defenders. That's what Grimes does. Yeah. He's a 3 and D. And this guy, McBride, right, is a is a shutdown point yeah. guard, right? He's a, he's a lockdown defender. I don't know, granted, who you put him in over at the moment, but if they continue to struggle, does Tibbs eventually say, hey, let me put McBride in because he could actually defend somebody. I mean, he put Grimes in the game. If if Derrick Rose is, is healthy, because Derrick Rose, he's been out too, right? No, he's, you know, he's been playing. Yeah, he's been there. He's been there. Yeah, I think Derrick Rose, Rose still might be the most talented on the team, to be honest. So then, quickly, just to me, we all know his durability issues. If you got Kemba and Derrick Rose, why do you need to have a third point guard scoring? Think about it. You got Kimball, you got Derrick Rose, you got Fournier trying to shoot shots. Barrett, I guess he's the two guard. He's taking shots. You got four Fournier guys that want to score. Touching the ball, and you <laughs> bring it in quickly. Oh, and you got Burks. So you got you got six guys at the guard position that all they want to do is score. Basically, they want to score, maybe pass a little. You mean to tell me that quickly can't come out the rotation for one of the defensive stoppers you just named? Or Burks or somebody. And he's starting to hit his stride quickly. Yeah, but that those shots are meaningless because that's not what they need. Because if he's scoring, that means Rose or Kemba's not scoring. So what do we? Would, somebody's got to come out of rotation. If all they could do all the score, then they. I think another part of the problem too is uh is our bigs, right? You got Noel and Mitch. Both of those dudes, I I love them, but they both made a glass. I'm, I'm, and and I'm, they can't do anything on the offensive end other than catch lobs. They're both liabilities. I, so they, they Mitch, clog up the paint. They got to let him go. Mitch, I think he, he, he his time in New York is done. Yeah, I, I like Sims, to be honest with you. Give Sims a couple of minutes. Is he better than Mitch right now today? Probably not. But he, he has the body, right? So he seems like he'll be more durable, at least on paper, right? I, if, if I could trade Mitch no, right I now, made a glass. He's out again. <laughs> again, granted, this the latest injury was nothing he did, right? He yeah, slid into his knee or whatever the case may be. But he's always hurt. No, wow, he missed most of the season already. If I, if I was if I was the Knicks and I could trade Mitch and like Alec Burks or or Mitch and Mitch Alex Burks and Quigley and bring back Jackson Hayes and and Jason Hart Hart. I'd do that right now, and I would start hard and wish him that would change the whole complexion of your starting lineup or something. They need to try to trade a couple of those guys for Ingram, to be honest with you. No. Because I'm sure Ingram is going to be – Unless Randall's going to be – How disgruntled Zion is, I'm sure Ingram can be happy. What are they, 1-12 over there? They're going to need six guys to bring Ingram in. 
You bring Ingram and they're gonna need six basketballs. And you got between Red, you got Randall, Kimball, Fournier, Ingram. Randall could go. Randall could go in the trade. To be honest with you, I mean, if they did a deal like that, if they did a deal like that, I would probably do that. If you could, if you could trade like Randall, well, I would. If you could trade Randall in a deal and get back like, say, Ingram, Jackson, Hayes, and Hart, Mm -hmm. I would do that. You wouldn't do that one. Right now, no, I would do that. <laughs> yeah. Right now, you know, Randall to me again, he has his moments where he plays well. Throw in Mitch and get a first round pick. Yeah, I definitely could do that. Randall, go if for I could get back a decent Zion. player in the pick, I would deal Randall. Hell, if I would, if I could listen, if I could trade Randall for Miles Bridges and one of them other dudes, I'd do that too. Yeah, I would do it. <laughs> be honest with you. Yeah, I would do it. Simply yeah. because Miles Bridges is going to get his within the flow of the offense. Right? Yeah. So all those other guys that we just named, Kemba, Evan, Fournier, Barrett, they're going to yeah. thrive now because everybody's playing team ball. Yeah. Randall's a ball stop. We used to get on Melo, right? As much as we hated Melo being a ball stop, uh, ball stopper, he was at least a, a all NBA, you know, first team when he was doing it, right? When he first came over to the Knicks, he was at least, you know, at the top of his game, averaging 28, 29 points or whatever it is. Randall's not that dude to be doing that. Man, we try to run Randall out of town, man. <laughs> you know, as far as Kimba concerned, Kimba, Kimba is trying to fit in with a new team, new roster. Yeah. That's clear as day. Yeah, and too he had he has he had no legs, man. You know, Kim had no three. Yeah, he had three, four knee surgeries. He sat out last week for for rest. He's gonna you, play well in spurts, Kim. Yeah, and, and you you can see that it kind of affected his jump shot because obviously he's getting good looks. He can't make no shots up until up until last game, maybe, maybe game three of the season. But he might he might have got a, a good period of time where he wasn't scoring at all, man. He was oh. kind of setting up bench. He had, had had Rose out there for a majority game. Yeah. With Rose and quickly, you know. So I think uh, Tiffany needs to just let, let him just go, man. Just play your game, man. Don't worry about having ten assists, man. Just go and do you, man. Yeah. You know? And for finally, like, like Mr. Randall, man, stop forcing shots, man. You know, just just pass the ball around. I know you you can shoot threes now. You got better at that. You're you're. You're inside threat and you're outside threat. Yeah. But but you forcing shots, you're no threat. You know, and so you know, uh, they get together. I think other teams know that too. I think other teams actually prefer when he gets the ball because they know they could just load up on him. Right. Right. Yeah. Agree. He goes back. Look what Atlanta did to him in the playoffs. Right. You don't have a strong handle, so yeah. you double team him as a rip out the gate. And, and him passing the ball is, is kind of 50 50 at best, you know? Yeah. The truth. So why not double team every time he gets the ball? Yeah, that's, I mean, it's unfortunate because we know he's got the talent. We've seen him before. Right, right. He's, he's, it's, it's a mind state. It's the mm-hmm. mental part of the game that that's, that's getting him right now. Yeah, if he played, if he played his role, if Tibbs, you know, coached him to play his role, then Randall would be a very good number two option. I would say. Man, I think Randall. off the Knicks have a number one option on their team right now. No, they don't. No, but I think Randall's a he's a twenty point scorer. But I think what he doesn't realize is that 
if he passed the ball around, he could get easier shots. And he yeah, could probably he, he, he can score twenty, 20 with less shots. Most, yeah, he would probably get twenty five. That's the most yeah. frustrating part about it because I don't think the Knicks really have anybody on their team that's that's selfish, right? You know, other funny. than Randall when he gets into his mode. I don't think R.J. Barrett is out there thinking, I'm, I got to get mines tonight. Mm-hmm. I don't think those guys play with that mentality. Kemba's not out there trying to get his. Derrick Rose could care less about, you know, scoring no, a million nobody, points. Yeah. Who's out there trying to score a million points on the Nets? Nobody, really. Yeah, nobody's out there looking to get theirs except Randall. Randall's the only guy <laughs> that's looking to get his. I think he needs to, you know, he needs to talk to some other All-Stars because I'm look, looking at it. And you know how you look at these guys, why they say these players are so great in different things. I'm looking at it, and I'm looking at the shot selection and the shots, and I'm looking like, damn, Kevin Durant has games where he shoots 70% from the field, like, where he makes almost every shot he takes. Like, very rarely you get a night where he shoots less than 50% from the field. And then on some nights, Kevin Durant will say, yo, you know what? The same one night. Yeah, this person has it going. Let yeah. me just, and he'll take 13 shots. Yeah. Randall's going to make sure he jack up 20-something <laughs> shots, right? He's not out there jacking up all type of wild shots. That's why no. it's kind of just high. <laughs> and plus, even if he was, the same way he said in that infamous interview, you know who I am. I'm Kevin I'm Kevin Durant. Right. So even if he was jacking up wild shots, he's Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Julius Randall, you're not on the same level <laughs> as Kevin Durant. If but I was Kevin Durant, I have no problems with it. He might he feel, you know what? Another, you know, I got a, a serious problem with it. For the Knicks, he might feel like he is, though. You got to think, you got to figure. He may feel like in the, yeah, on the Knicks. Yeah, Tibbs is making him feel that way, apparently. Yeah, but hopefully Randall pulls it together or something. Did we? you see that that um, Jokic and Morris scuffle or whatever that was or something? I mean, I felt like Morris's foul might have been a little excessive. Yeah, it was a little dirty. But here's the thing. You could have pushed him while he was still facing you. You Mm -hmm. know how he walked away again halfway down and pushed him in. He did kind of act that out, though. I I, I didn't see where he should be laid out. Damn near on a stretch of gurney from getting pushed. Unless he had a bad back to begin with or something. I don't know. I think he, like, after he did the push, he kind of, like, turned around right away. So unless... You know, the Joker tapped him on his shoulder so he could turn around again. <laughs> and then he pushed him. I don't know how he, how he would have pushed him in his like his chest or something. Because after he did his little foul at half court, he yeah. turned around right away. But I will say the Mars brothers, they have a like a, a tendency to do things like that. So it was only bound bound to happen. You know, somebody might get a uh, Marcus Morris next. You know. Is there other ways? Is there other ways of Mars fouling Jokic, man, besides throwing an elbow in his ribs? Yeah. <laughs> you know, with, with, with a run, three, three, two or three steps forward. You know, yeah. come on, man. What are you doing, man? You could have grabbed him or hit him on a forearm real good. Yeah. You chose to run three steps, charging him with an elbow shot, man. He got frustrated with that, man. So I ain't mad. I'm glad. I'm glad he retaliated, man. Yeah, that he stood up. Yeah, 10.7. Plus, we all know he's not a dirty player at all. So, at the same time, you know, these Morris brothers are known for being dirty than playing a game of basketball. Yeah. That that kind of sucks right now, but I'm I'm happy to see somebody retaliate. 
And uh, I watched like I watched like maybe four or five times. Honestly, I watched it four or five times with enjoyment. Like, good for you, man. You know what I'm saying? Stop, stop playing dirty. Even play basketball. Come on, play a game of basketball, man. Yeah. So uh, that, if you look at it, um, the Joker, he's he's kind of he's not scared out there. No. He, you watch some of his like he, he got into a couple of scuffles with people. <laughs> And you know, nobody messed with that dude, man. All yeah, his he, brothers. All his brothers. He's not going back down. I seen yeah. him getting Jay Crowder's face and had Crowder mm-hmm. kind of curling up. Mm-hmm. I seen Devin Booker try to approach him and then think twice about it. Mm-hmm. He stay fighting with Capella for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, him and Capella get into it every game. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he's he's uh he's not out there looking to curl up. He's a big dude. Yeah, the Bree Brothers is big. One of them is an undefeated UFC fighter. So go ahead, man. Yeah, I think they said his his both his brothers bought tickets to um Yeah, exactly. And they play these dudes to come, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. Something like in that Miami. Miami or in Miami. So they they, yeah, they with it, man. Yeah, they bought tickets, so they, they with it. ready to go. They with it. Yeah, because they had the, the Twitter thing or something like that. Yeah. Plus, where is he? Where is they he joined from? Twitter. Yeah, he wasn't even joined, on Twitter. Yeah, they joined it. To, to they joined Twitter the same day, next yeah. day. To yeah, clap he, back on him. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking to curl up. <laughs> no. Twitter just to get at him. Yeah, it's crazy, man. So Speaking of scuffles, though, what do you think of uh, getting Rudy Gobert getting into like, oh, some yeah. scuffle? Was that Miles Turner? Or... Yeah, yeah Miles Turner. Mother, mother wanted it, man. You know, he don't want it, but I will tell you this, though. He did, but Gobert did pull him down, though. <laughs> he, he, was, he was falling down, and he took him, took him down with him. Yeah, something. but can, can you have but, but Miles Turner ran into him. Yeah, like a shoulder shell, like something like that, though. You know what I'm saying? It was like, come on, man. They should let those dudes wasn't trying to fight. They right. That Goldberg said, we were trying to fight, man. They made yeah. court, man. Hugging matches. I seen Rudy Gobert say something at, like after the game. Or something. Ain't about that life or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Miles mm-hmm. Turner ain't about yeah, he that. He thought a ref gonna break it up or security gonna break yeah. it up. So My why you bother hearing about that life? See, if I'm Miles Turner, then I got to say something. I'm like, yeah, you serious, bro? You? You was about to get your ass whipped by Donovan Mitchell for giving out the COVID. <laughs> the, dude, the first dude in the history of the NBA to touch all the mics. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Touch all the mics, dude. Mike yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> like, you talking Mike touches? He'd have been all over him. The dumbest guy in the NBA conversation. <laughs> Ooh. The thing about it, he single-handedly shut the league down that night. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. 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 That's uh, true. Still got paid. Still got paid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, with the player movement we had this this was in this offseason, who do we think is doing the best on their new NBA team? Wow. Carmelo's one. Yeah, I think. Carmel. Yeah, he's playing well. Yeah, Carmelo's playing well. The Roses too. Yeah, the Rosen. The Rosen's doing yeah. real well. Yeah, he's balling. The Rosen. And the crazy thing is, I think the Bulls. That move by the Bulls was rated like supposedly the worst move yeah. of the offseason by all these executives, and mm-hmm. the Rosen is balling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Caruso is balling. Caruso is balling. Yes. They yes. Try to lowball him. The Lakers try to lowball him out of the money. Yeah, they off from 2 oh, 15 or something. Yeah, <laughs> something crazy. <laughs> Try to lowball him out. Yeah, he's playing well. Yeah, 
I'm yeah. sorry, but you took my mind. I don't want to forget. I learned the other day that the Lakers turned down DeRozan and Lowry for Westbrook. <laughs> I learned yeah, that the other day. I'm regretting that. Yeah, that's I couldn't believe that. Yeah, that's crazy. I like, I said, the league right now will we'll be, we'll be real good with, with Lowry and, and DeRozan the instead, of just, instead of just having Russell Westbrook. I mean, who does that, man? Let me I, tell I, just, you. I just want to share that real quick before I forget it. Russell Westbrook is the same thing you talked about earlier. If every place you go, there's a problem. It's not a problem with all the places. Right, you become a denominator. Think about it this way. Right. When Kevin Durant was putting the band back together, he wanted to get Harden. He looked to try to get Ibaka. Everybody except for who? He never tried to get Westbrook on the team. He got Jeff Green back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Jeff Green balled out too. Yeah, he got Jeff Green back. He bought that. He'd have bought Andre Robeson back if he could have. <laughs> That's true. All of those dudes. That's true. That is true. Westbrook. Not Russ. Everybody he played with, he tried to get back, but not mm-hmm. Russ. Mm-hmm. Was that That's floating around. Did Did uh, Anthony Davis actually say they need shooters and not dudes going for triple doubles or something like yeah, that? Yeah, he did. He did it today? I think, I don't know if it was today, but it was recently. It was recently. Mm. Yeah, when they got, when they got smacked, they got smacked by Charlotte. Yeah, I think it was when they got smacked by Charlotte by like 20 or something. Or they lost, they got killed by Minnesota. Oh, he's frustrated then. This dude is for real. Um, Anthony Edwards? <laughs> oh, yeah, what a question. Yeah, yeah he's, that's he's, <laughs> he's the real deal. Yeah, That's a good one too. He's playing. He's playing great too, man. You know what's yeah. crazy though? As well as he's playing, for some reason, and maybe it's because he's playing that well. Carl Anthony Towns seems to be like a, a little disgruntled. Granted, they're losing, so I get that. But I don't know if it's because they're losing or is it because you know, the <laughs> their aunt is the is the man over there now. It seems like they might, a, they might need a change now. I mean, they might need to build the team around Ant. And just, you know, if they can get, I'm sure that you can easily get a number one. You get a couple of picks for Carr Anthony Towns, whatever. I mean, I think that might be I'll a deal. I'll send you Randall for him. Oh, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> I can put Slide Toppin into the starting lineup. You know what's funny about Cat that? Cat and Toppin, right? The, the funniest thing about that is that Randall would probably play better with, with Anthony Edwards. You know why? He ain't gonna have a choice. Well, those Anthony Edwards has the type of personality that'll shut Randall down. Nobody yeah, else exactly. He's not gonna have a choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards, like, yeah, whatever. You're not getting this ball from me, so you can watch the, shoot do whatever. Like, I think the team over there, the pecking order will be as established. Yeah, yeah. Like you said earlier, Tibbs has this, you know, this weird. You don't know who, you know, who whose team is it type of thing. Yeah. Randall believes it's his. Is it really his? Is it RJ's? Or... So I think over there, going into a situation like that, he would know that Ed- Edwards is the man. You gonna lie? He's the number two. It's nothing wrong with that. He probably would play better. It goes back to what you guys said earlier. At this point, though, I would try to I would try to ring New Orleans phone to see if they'd be willing to take Randall and Mitch and something else to try to bring Zion or somebody like that back. Because at this point, I mean, I don't think Randall's for how he was going to be any higher, and they wanted Mitch before. I give him Randall and Mitch, whatever, and something else, whatever. One of those other guys we drafted or something for um for Zion, and they don't even got to give nothing else. I'll make that deal. 
Miraculously, he'll become healthy, I'm sure, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was great. Mm-hmm. Back there with RJ. He's got to lose some weight, though. That's the only yeah. thing he scares yeah. me. And I, yeah. I, I get why he gained the weight this offseason, because he had a broken foot, right? Yeah. So how much working out was he going to do with the broken foot? But just in general, before the broken foot, um, I thought he was starting to balloon up a bit too big. Well, he's got to get get healthy and get lighter, get in, in, in better shape. Like when he first came into the league, his size, I thought he was borderline too big. But now he's he's just way too big. He couldn't afford all that Popeyes when he first got in. Now, now he's eating a 20 piece for lunch. <laughs> he might have to go to like Cleveland or something where there's no food. Yeah. <laughs> you bring him. I, I knew once he went to New Orleans with all that gumball and everything else down there. I said, this guy, you know. Yeah, the same Utah or something. Why, you know, why you know I, I, I think the Knicks not having Zion might, might be a blessing. I'm not, I'm not, you know what? I'm not quite yeah, sure on Zion, lot. man. You know, the Zion is young, but he's, what, he's 20 years old. Yeah. You only play one year in the league already. already he's, he's out of shape. He's injury prone. Get injured in college. You're in lie. the first year NBA injury again this year. You know, he's well over 300 pounds. He's you know, so he's... I don't know about Zion in New York. He's Larry Johnson when Larry Johnson started to started to get hurt. Remember when Larry Johnson in the beginning when he wasn't hurt, he was dominant, unstoppable. Very dominant, yes, agree. And then he started to get hurt a little bit. That's where Zion's at, right? The crazy thing is Larry Johnson started to get hurt a little bit in like year ten. Zion <laughs> yeah. in year two. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's crazy. Hurt a little right. Bit. That is true. Grandma mm-hmm. Ma did last for like Right. Uh, he was still in shape. He was yeah, still in shape. Alonzo Mourning and Muggsy Bogues had a yeah, good run over there with the Hornets. Yeah. Zion is number two he hurt. He didn't eat himself out of the league. If Carlton Charles is on the trail block, the Warriors should go for him. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. well, maybe the Miami Heat, man. I think, you know, Miami could get challenged in Miami. They, they might. put Bam the power forward. Yeah. I can That's see a good that. look. I can That's see a good look. I can see the Warriors getting them, though. You know why? Remember the Warriors got Wiseman, who they're not using. They got the Kaminga dude and Moody. Mm-hmm. So you basically got three young dudes that's not even in the rotation. Right. Yeah. They can right. give all of those dudes up right. and not even yeah. not lose a step. Mm-hmm. I mean, the look for the Warriors. Yeah, I can see that happening. That would be the if I'm in Minnesota. That's the team I'm trying to make the deal with. Right. Yeah. They got the most young talent that they could afford to give away. Mm-hmm. I, if, I, if I'm Minnesota, I'm not even touching Philly. I don't want no part of Ben Simmons. For some reason, I don't know if they still are, but they seem to be like heavy, like they were like had severe interest in him for whatever reason. Somebody should tell Ben Simmons they boo in every arena. Yeah. You stink. You gonna get booed? I don't care where you go. Mm-hmm. But he'd be better off somewhere over there in Minnesota or Utah. I can't even say Utah. That crowd is crazy over yeah. there. I will tell you this. We don't ever have to worry about seeing Ben Simmons at the Rucker or Dykeman if he don't like getting booed. Yeah, you know, he'll never play there. <laughs> he'll never play there. <laughs> Has some booze in the neighborhood, tearing him up on the court, and he's getting booed and laughed at. He may never play in the league again. Right. Ben Simmons' career over plays in the Rucker. Humiliated. That's another guy that's uh, not now that we're on Philly. Embiid, he's a, he's hurt again too, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, they, they, maybe that was a good insurance policy. Policy bringing in this dude. Drummer, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure Drummer probably thought that through. <laughs> now you know you're gonna get some starters minutes at least throughout the season to try to, because he took a low deal, right? Like yeah. you said, so where else better to go than a you know team where the starter is, is always hurt. Yeah, that's that's true. So you you get you know another opportunity to showcase yourself. Okay. Do you guys think the Washington Wizards are for real? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. team. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're good role players, man. Yeah, they're good role players, and they get good. They're getting very good point guard production from Dinwiddie, man. Yeah. Bills playing good. I mean, look at look at the roster. Guys are good players, good solid role players, man. Yeah. Tweeners. Yeah, you got to believe a good, good amount of time. Been uh, have prep experience, or final experience. Kuzma's the, the champion. Yep. You know, Harrell's played great for, from Louisville, played with Clippers, you know. So these guys are experienced ball players, you know how to play the game. These guys are just yelling, man. Got like something cool. I like Gafford, well. too. Yeah, yeah he's I a good deal. I like him, too. Yeah, Michael like Bird didn't start playing yet, either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, they're the real deal. They're a playoff team. Yeah. You got to figure, they got the best value because Kuzma got the worst contract at the NBA. Oh, so. yeah. He's, uh, that was crazy. <laughs> he wanted yeah, to he play did. with LeBron. And then got I can see Golden State. You think they would maybe make a run at this guy? Uh, I don't know why, but his name keeps getting thrown out there because he's he's more than likely gone Pascal. Siakam. They would have to give a Wiggins. To, I think, you know what? I think Wiggins might not care because Wiggins from Canada, so he's he might from like Plus, I have to be honest with you, I think Wiggins is better than Siakam. I don't know what happened to Siakam or something. I mean, it seemed like... Right now, he's hurt, but once he comes back, do you need him? You got Obi, who's balling, right? And an Obi, and then you got Barnes, too, right? Yeah. So, like, where does Siakam even fit? I, if I was Siakam, I don't know. They they need they do need a big man, though. They need somebody over there, because I don't even... They trying to play that um the, the skinny kid. Um... That he he really suited to be like a small forward. Those him, I forgot his name, but they trying to play him at the center a lot. Yeah, I can't. But Wiggins, 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 is the more healthier ball player. Though, that's for sure. Man. Oh yeah, he's been yeah. hurt for the last two. He's been hurt since Kawhi left. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's so, true. Yeah, you know, I I rather have a I rather keep Wiggins among Warriors, man. I mean, from a talent wise, you know, so I might, might, might lean towards uh, Pascal, but uh, as far as a healthy guy, having a body, a guy who, who, who can expose to at certain games, is Wiggins, man. I keep Wiggins, man. That's right what Wiggins, Wiggins for Towns. That's what I was doing. Right now, they start Bronx's own, Bronx's own Precious Achua is the starting center for Toronto right now. Mm. I like him. He's just undersized. Yeah. yeah. But I, I like his work is Boucher. He's he, I don't know why they're trying to put him at center. But yeah, he's very small. Yeah, he's yeah. he's slim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, tall, so but he's slim. But it's just I don't know, it's interesting. They're a team that's playing playing better than I thought they might have. Yeah, yeah. yeah, very competitive team. The Bulls, the Bulls look really good too. hmm Yeah, they look good. Yeah, the Bulls, they look like a playoff team. Yeah, if Bulls make a shot, they'd be tough, man. 
Yeah. You know, the, you know with, with, with Levine and the Rose Star, those guys in like streaky shoes at best. So, you know, without making shots, they'll, they'll be a problem. Levine, he's probably going to re up. Yeah, yeah. I don't see him leaving now that they got yeah. a team over there. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee has some surprising losses. They, I mean, they've won some good games, but they lost a couple of games that surprised me. Yeah, one of those games was to the Knicks. Right? Didn't yeah. they have like a 20-point lead or something? Some crazy yeah. lead, and the Knicks came back on them and ended up winning by 20-something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, forget, remember this, though. They didn't have um, Drew fall on period of time when the season started. But Drew just came back. That's true. And then Middleton's out still, too, right? Right, right, yeah, he's right. He's about to come back, I he think. He's about to come back, too. But those guys are a champion, so them guys probably going through that, you know, going through emotions sort of, sort of, sort of yeah. thing, you know what I'm saying? You know, well, we got this, we know what to do. Nah, don't do that, man. This year's mm. a different year than last year, man. So, yeah. can't yeah. just turn it on, turn it off when you feel like it. Some other teams, like, it's teams are kind of strange, like Indiana. Like, I, I mean, I like the new kid, Duarte, that they got. He's yeah, I love cool. him. Yeah, he's well, good. Yeah, I just don't know what direction they're going in. Yeah, the team is out of whack. I mean, you got Duarte, you got Brogdon. I mean, they could they, use it, and I think we discussed this before, but they could use Ben Simmons, and not because he's the greatest. He just presents like a, he gives them a face of the franchise, so to speak. Because yeah, right yeah, now, Le- I don't know who over there you can actually market. Levert's mm. not the same. I don't know what's going on with him. He seems to be up and down. Levert has confidence shot. Yeah, Sabonis and Turner. I mean. Sabonis is good. Off on the Knicks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This guy, the guy that they're missing that they really could have used was TJ Warren. Is but he hurt? I think he's hurt about up. to come back. Yeah. He's been hurt. Yeah, I don't know who they can actually market over there. They they need a, a face of the franchise, so to speak. Yeah, that's why I heard the Spurs were trying to get in the Spurs. Who, who's the face of the Spurs franchise right now? It's a good question, man. They got about eight guards. All that play the same position between Murray, White, Keldon Johnson, Lonnie Walker, Brick Forbes. <laughs> um, all these dudes play the same positions or something, basically. White. And then right. they bought him. Yeah, then they bought him McDermott. Who <laughs> does the same. So you got you got basically eight guys that play the three, two, and the one, and you got retreaded retreaded power forwards and centers. Mm-hmm. All this means is uh is is um pop might be out of there soon I, I think so i think i think i really think that this might be his last year this year or next year but yeah he might anytime up. i never seen him i watched some of his interviews i never seen him talk about effort like i understand effort but they losing games and he's talking about he's really happy with them how hard they played <laughs> that's never good that's like that's like when you got a little kid's team yeah he's like starting to sound like david fizzdale now <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, they they play their hearts out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah but... Sound like Fisdale. You gotta go saying that. <laughs> <laughs> he's you he's know, ready to go. Yeah. That's what was dad. He's a great group, great group of yeah. guys. Dang your pop, man. Pop is shrewd. Yeah, he's already resigned to the fact that he's not going to win with this team. Yeah. yeah that's what, yeah, that's what it is. So he's like, he's... It in. Before, yeah, he, he thought he had like a decent enough amount of talent to try to at least make the playoffs and then yeah. see what we could do. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't even sound like he, you know, nah, he thinks he's even realistic. Talking about how good of people they are. Mm-hmm. These guys yeah. are great. 
right. I never I never had a more interesting group of guys. What the hell I got to do with basketball? These are some I mean these guys are really intelligent. I'm like, dude, you looking for compliments to just give them all this other than basketball? Mm-hmm. Maybe uh once Pop leaves, Doris Burke will come back. <laughs> he, he used to give her a hard time. Yeah. So, I mean, One she, word interviews. She might as well interview him right now. It's probably <laughs> he probably have like a two hour interview at halftime how bad they are. Yeah, do we gotta go back to the game? Can we just stay here? Yeah, that that's terrible. I watched some put it team. You know what's uh, funny? Every time the Lakers go out and lose some tough games, they have the Spurs on the schedule and then go blow out the Spurs and they bring them right back. Like they blew the Spurs out today. Next mm. the rest of the week, they'll win two, three games, lose two, and then play the Spurs, blow them back out to get some confidence back. Another team I think that needs to fix some things out is uh, Sacramento. Just, I don't know what they're doing. The Aaron Fox doesn't really look the same. They drafted Mitchell, who I thought was uh, Davion. I thought that was weird because they already had Halliburton right in Fox. But I think Mitchell is actually good. So do they keep all three of them? Do they trade one? Oh, you forgot. You forgot. They still got Buddy Hill coming off the bench. Yeah, yeah, they also got Buddy Hill, right, who they've been flirting with trading him for the last few seasons. Another Lakers bonehead move instead instead of getting Buddy Hill go out and get Westbrook. Mm-hmm. And that's what they, yeah, they could have used Hill now, right? Because he's a shooter. Yep. Or, or Keith Caruso. He yep. wanted to come He wanted to come back. He wanted to come back. So, so yeah, yeah I don't Sacramento. Know and they got the other kid that they drafted with Bagley that he's not even in the rotation. Yeah, I think he he uh, refused to check into the game last week or something. <laughs> he did the high school joint where the coach told him to check in and he said, nah, I'm good. Yeah, he sat on the sidelines. No, that's one guy who career might be over, man. You can't do that, bro. <laughs> you got to spot your pride. Taking shoes off. Yeah, you got to spot your pride going there, man. You, you got to get in the game. Yeah, you yeah, got to. He didn't tell you, yo, you got a rotation, man. And he kind of surprised you and said, listen, go in there, Kenyatta or Reed. You got to go in there, man. Yeah, he was going to the game. You got to go in the other team looking at you, man. Has his father been talking a lot? They mattered the coach because what's crazy is is that he supposedly went out and did all this work and worked with the team and all this other stuff. And, like, before the first game, Walter comes up to him like, listen, right now you're not going to be in the rotation. We're going to go with a small lineup. Small lineup. Only person that played the center on the team besides him is that dude Holmes. Mm. Other than that, there's no other big man on that roster. He can't even, yeah, he can't even get minutes when there's They'd no rather other. put Harrison Barnes at the center as the back yeah. of the That's That's not a person with a coach, man. Try yeah, to do dirty, sure. man. There's no way she should be right on the bench with anything for the Kings right now. Realistically, I've seen him play, too. He can play. Yeah, he can play. When he's healthy, he can play. I mean, some teams, you know what it is? What happens is when another team finds interest in him, that's when they'll start trying to boost his value up. So mm. if Popovich called up now, I'm like, yeah, I want to get Bagley. Like, oh, hold on a second. What you offering? Yeah, I'm going to give you one of these seven guards I got. Listen, no. Then they'll be like, I want a first-round pick for him. Nah, you ain't even playing this dude. You want a first-round pick? I can't remember his name, but remember that other tall, uh, slim, left-handed kid who bounced around the league? He might have came from out of high school. Was in the G League. He was on the Knicks at one point. 
not getting any burn. Very slim, left-handed. Jonathan Butler? No, he was no. left-handed. Uh, Leskin too? He was, he was like brown-skinned. Yeah. And he, he kept getting shot after shot, and then finally, you know, he was overseas. Mm-hmm. I think Bagley's career seemed like he gonna be that dude. Heading over there. Bagley gonna be the next Anthony Bennett. He was yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to remember this kid's name. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I get, I get the fear I can't get the name right now. Not not Isaiah Hicks. No, no. I, I get his, the. Um, he's he's tall. Very tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I can't get his name right now. Caesar. Mm-hmm. I know you talking. Yeah, I can't get it. I have to fake. I can't get his name. I'm drawing a blank with his name. Well traveled too. Keep getting shot after shot, like you said. Yeah, it seems like his career trajectory is on is, is the same as this guy's at this point. Yeah, back back my might be in the G League so man, overseas, man. You gotta get you gotta get an apartment and call your number in, man. Hey, you wanna hey. hear something scary? Got your pro. The Knicks pick the Knicks signed that dude Lucas Semantic, right? To the G League team, right? How bad could he have been that Popovich not only didn't put him on the NBA team, wouldn't put him on a G League team either. Yeah, that's yeah, that, that's <laughs> I don't even want tough. you on my G League team. They drafted him too in the first round. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't like, yeah, now nah, we gonna cut complete ties with you. We won't even put you on the G League team. That's mm-hmm. bad. <laughs> we don't even want you playing in our organization no more. That's bad. And then you know Popovich is bugging out because he's the GM and they went out and drafted that kid Primo, another guard. <laughs> yeah, Pop Pop knows overseas talent, man. He knows yeah, overseas I, talent. I, I actually like Primo. He, he was like yeah. the youngest kid in the draft, right? Yeah, Primo's yes. good. Hey, yeah, he Lonnie Walker won't be there next year because he's a free agent and instead of taking the deal they offered him, he turned it down. So he'll find out what it is to get the mid-level exception. Yeah, you gotta play good. I don't know what these dudes expected. Lonnie Walker plays uh, coming off the bench, plays twenty minutes, and if they offered you four for sixty, you should have signed immediately. Right. Because going on the free agent, nobody's gonna offer you. Right now, you see Lonnie Walker getting fifteen million dollars a year from somebody. No. There's no way. This dude's crazy. I don't understand. this. I bet on myself. Well, you you should stop gambling. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't playing well. Yeah. Dude, it's crazy, man. Definitely crazy. So, yeah, Theo, Either his first or last name was Anthony, I think. Um, I think his first or last name was something Anthony. Or his... uh, yeah, I can't get his name. Still trying to find his name? <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. But, um,. Yeah, I think Bagley may be on uh, on that you know career path unless he changes it, changes it around. Especially like you said, the uh, the coach tell you to get in the game, you refusing to get you know get out there. That's not a good look for other teams. Right, right. His career with the Kings is pretty much over, but now you got to get out there and show you a team player and everything else. Other teams ain't gonna give you a shot if they see you sulking on the sidelines. Who the kid? Who the kid to pay for Duke years ago? Got drafted by Philadelphia. 
Light skin guy, Okafor. Remember him? It's the same Jaleel, yeah. like Jaleel, you know? He moved around a lot, too. Moved around a lot, man. Moved around a lot. Did not make it out? He never, he never made it. Well, he's still in the league. He actually still in the league. Really? Yeah, he's still in the league. Okay. It's good to know. Good to know. Yeah, he's... I guess, you know, you can't teach height. They was name figure. Oh, it was, uh, I found his name, Anthony Randolph. Remember him? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Anthony Randolph. Anthony Randolph was funny, though, because he's the first person I've ever seen ever. After he stopped playing for Kentucky, he was actually eligible. Remember, the Knicks didn't draft him. The Knicks signed him to a contract. contract right after yeah. college. Anthony Randolph. Yeah, yes. he didn't go, I don't even know how he did that. Remember, he didn't go to he didn't go to the draft. The Knicks just signed him. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, the Knicks. He definitely wasn't a Knicks draft pick. Yeah, I don't even know how you how you could do that. He played for Kentucky that year, and then he like had. after the season ended, the Knicks signed him. He had to he be had old. The potential in the world. Mm-hmm. Anthony Randolph. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. He had, he had talent. He had talent. I remember that name. Oh yeah, I like it. Yeah, he, yeah, he just never could put it together. Right, right. Some guys don't work any game too, man. Some guys feel like you know they, they saw some, some guys saw a vet at an early age in their career. They don't work any game. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta be 12 years old with gold man game, gold man advancement, skill wise, and work any game. We probably make it to a pro level though. They, they stay stagnant, you know. Derek character. Derek character, right? He's one too. Remember that name, Derek character. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, powerful name, man. Do people do that, man? Yeah. It's tough. So, Theo, what you got for us today? Oh, I just got one question for today. Um, uh, which player in your prime would you bring back? NFL, Michael Vick, or NBA? I don't know. It's the place ever right now. Mm. I'm going with AI. You know, I always been a huge. I love Michael Vick, but I always been a huge um, Iverson fan. So I'm going with AI. You know what? I might go with Michael Vick. You know why? Because with these new basketball rules with AI, he might be frustrated, frustrated beyond belief. Because with, mm-hmm. with David Lillard and all these dudes, they they upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. That's a good point. Yeah. That's yeah. Least, point. Michael Vick. Michael Vick, get out there, like. Listen, I like Lamar Jackson, but Lamar Jackson can't pass like Michael Vick. Right, right. Yeah. And plus, you know, Vick in his prime, we can't touch, we can't touch the quarterback era. Oh, forget yeah. about it. Whew. Yeah. Wow. The same with AI, man. You know, AI, you say the guy playing on defense. AI played played in, in a handshake era. So yeah. dudes who can't guard him. Oh, forget about it. AI got four year game, man. Yeah, yeah. He he'll blow past these. He'll blow past these guys, but all these guys, yes. Yeah. As long as it was a non-basketball move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> James Harden is the master of non-basketball movement. Him and yeah. Trey Young. Yeah, yeah. James, James is fine because he's coming out a little bit. He's adjusting to his game. Yeah. To his old style, which was really ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, the rules change and he got to change. Right. So... Any final words from you guys? What do you got, Reams, for your final words? Um, I guess for me, it's just um, I was just reading something about um, the NBA coach, Dave Yeager, and I think they, they caught early stages of cancer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 
hopefully he gets uh, gets healthy. I know he's stepping down at least temporarily to go through chemo, so you know, get well, Xavier. Yeah, as you guys know, college, college b-ball is back, which is my favorite sport of all sports, man. And you know, I'm happy to, you know, to enjoy this new season of our college basketball, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, my heart ain't too good this year, but they're too too damn young, you know. It's, you know, the past last few years, always you take two steps forward and three steps back. Yeah. You know, then you know, like this year we got we got a big time traffic coming. He had he had an on campus situation. He he couldn't play. Our big man got got hurt the day before the game Saturday. So we lost. We played Dartmouth. We got smoked oh, by wow. Dartmouth. Mm -hmm. You know, so <laughs> we we got we got uh six freshmen playing six freshmen, a uh, sophomore and a senior right now, man. So it's kind of rough right now. You know, so. Uh, that being said, man, other than that, man, I'm glad Kyle B-Ball is back, you know, and that's about it, man. Yeah, we got to, I got to listen, we gotta, they got to win something because I don't want to see Pat lose that job. Yeah, man, exactly, man, exactly, exactly, exactly. For me, I tell everybody, you guys got, if you haven't seen it, you got to check out that Colin Kaepernick joint on Netflix. Mm, I've seen that, I've seen, seen the headline, I didn't catch it yeah. yet. It's like, it's not, it's not a movie, it's like a bunch of show, like it's a series of things in his life. And what's interesting about it is that not only does it go through like scenarios in his life, he has like snippets inside the show of different black historical things and different things with society going on with, with okay. minorities right now. Mm. So it's, it's part of his life and then he goes into this and it goes back into his life and stuff. And it, it's really interesting. I will say this is it's, it's a lot. He's been, he's been through a lot. <laughs> Let, let's just say that. Mm, even mm. even came back to when he was a when he was um basically all the way back from middle school on. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Gotta check it out. That's yeah. definitely something you want to watch. Let me ask that before we go, man. That's like from a happening. You gotta get a chance. She got Kanye West on Dream Champs, man. <laughs> Two. Yo, listen. This guy got it, man. Kanye, man. Wow. Wow. Yeah. He's got. This guy is deep, man. He's smart, man. Kanye's a genius, bro. Well, he, it, he you know. Yo, he, he sees the world, man. He, he this, this guy is on point. He's on point, man. It's two parts. It's about three hours. Yeah. I don't have each, man. But we get a chance, man. Check it out. Kanye West on three chance with Minori, uh, man. It's, it's an eye opener, man. He's saying a lot, man. He's cool. saying a lot. I'm gonna check it out. I seen a little bit, but I, I want to check out the rest. Nah, you got yeah, you got to watch it, man. You gotta gotta take time out, man, and watch it, man. It's an eye opener, man, for sure. This kid's on point. This kid's on point. Oh, gotta check it out. Yes, please do that. Yeah. But again, thanks for coming on. Love talking to you guys, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Have a good week, everybody. Enjoy, homies. Good seeing y'all.